the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. It's four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. You know, I'm laughing because um, Alan and I are sitting in my office, and uh, we're just sitting there yakking and talking about some Boy Scout trip he just took, and we both looked down at the the – I actually looked at the clock and realized that it's 10.01, and I know Gil is yelling for us in the studio and and, uh, probably just – going crazy so Gil we're here buddy we're here <laughs> I know <laughs> oh gosh I'm sorry to put you through that I'm, I'm sorry to put you through that nevertheless this portion of under the hood is brought to you by SNS tire auto service they opened in 1976 they have three locations to serve you they've got Peoria surprise and Goodyear so their west side facility at ASNS, they offer a comprehensive line of tires. I think they have tires from wheelbarrows to big trucks to RVs. They have any tire that you want for your personal vehicle, but they also have tires for your farm equipment, your golf equipment, your lawn and garden equipment, ATVs and trailers, commercial, construction tires. So really, whatever you want, they have access to or probably have in stock. They're going to balance your new tires. They do alignments, and they do suspension work. So if you're looking for new tires on anything you own, visit one of the SNS Tire locations in the West Valley. Have you ever been to their warehouse? I have not. Okay, it's pretty awesome. Is it? It's big. It's big. They they have lots and lots of tires. But I do remember walking in there, and you know how the forklift tires that we have are kind of bald? Because yeah. the forklift's 20 years old. Right. I remember see, seeing some, some forklift tires there, and I made a mental note that when our, ours finally, uh, uh, we can see the air inside the tire, we'll give them a call and have right. some tires put on it. Right. All righty, Alan Salem is sitting here next to me, and uh, he uh, he works at the shop with us. Have you had any exciting cars lately? That uh, that it, Let me tell you um, that, that we had one that... Uh, that was a diesel. It was a Duramax diesel. And it was a situation where intermittently it wouldn't start. Mm-hmm. And they would use ether or something like that to get it running. And um, ultimately, they ended up determining that it was the fuel filter canister? Uh, fuel filter housing assembly. Housing assembly. So right. describe that and describe the problem. Basically, the uh, fuel filter housing is where the, the fuel filter screws onto and it draws fuel up through there and we find that they on these Duramaxes that they're leaking real bad and uh, causing air to enter the system and losing its prime basically. Okay. So isn't there a big old silver uh, knob on the top of that thing where yeah, you can a, pump it up? Yeah, uh, uh, a, a plunger to, to pump it up, yes. Okay. So under the best of condition, the fuel comes in and goes out without any introduction of air. Correct. So from there, where does it go? Where does the fuel go? 
from there it goes to the uh, high pressure pump and then it's fed to the injectors the injector okay so what kind of psi do you normally have with duramaxes what kind of fuel pressure do you have behind the injectors uh well up to 25,000 okay so it's is it dependent on load then or something like that or the speed of the pump uh no it's well it's dependent on load yeah okay basically yeah. all right all right so the symptoms of that would be people would have that with the Duramax diesel. They would have a, a symptom that intermittently I have to add ether to it for no good reason. I mean, there's fuel in the tank and it runs good after I start it, after mm -hmm. I get it running. Yep. Or even at the best thing is is that I've recognized that I have to go out to the fuel filter housing and I have to pump up the, uh, the that's what that's the fuel what the filter. biggest yeah that's what the biggest complaint is or that's the biggest. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking Symptom. for? Symptom. Symptom. Look, yeah, is uh, is people priming it? Although we did run into one the other day that kind of ate our lunch. That it was surging at idle, so we were chasing a fuel pressure regulator issue, and it ended up being that housing because it, it it had two symptoms. It had intermittently having to pump it and surging at idle, and uh, we thought the surging at idle may have had something to do with the. So we ended up rebuilding that, and it took care of both. Okay, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you've got a car question or car problem, then you're welcome to join us, and you're welcome to share that with us, and we'll do the best to guide you we can. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Let me tell you, I I was talking to somebody. I get lots of noises on on the emails. Right. You know, I get yep lots and lots of emails. But I get lots of noises, and I tell people it's really hard to to diagnose a noise if you can't be there to hear the noise. But I told this guy that had a a clunking noise in the back end of his car. I said, I want you to put it in a park, and I want you to set the parking brake. Then I want you to get your wife and your kids out there with you, and I want you to shake the car forward and backward. So right. stand behind the car and push forward as hard as you can, then the car will spring back. Push forward, string back. Under the best of conditions, you'll take two big guys and have one at the front of the car and one at the back of the car, and you're going to shake it violently forward and backwards. So he calls me back, and I said to him, you're going to be able to find what the noise is when you do that violently, and then you're going to be able to find it with your hands more than you can find it with anything else. So he says it was a little bit scary crawling underneath there while they're shaking the car. Right. But he says I was able to, to determine that the bushings were out of the trailing arms. And he says, and so I'm going to put new bushings in the trailing arms. But he said I could hear it, but I couldn't isolate it. Then I remembered you say put your hands on things. And he says, and I could tell that I could safely put my hands on the lower trailing arms. And he says, and, and you could feel and see uh, and they were synchronized. So when you felt it, you heard it. Right, right. So those is that those are things I've learned from your guys with respect to, to suspension shifts and stuff like that. The problems associated with uh, lift kits and stuff like that. You oftentimes ended up with a clunk on acceleration or a clunk on deceleration. We see a lot of weird stuff um, when we lift. Heat, shield, heat shields rattling, uh, you know, driveline vibrations. We see... All kinds, uh, you know, rear axle wrap. We see, you know, lots of different stuff. So describe describe the typical symptom given by the customer on a uh, a drive drive shaft vibration, a drive line vibration. Usually it's a two piece, so it's usually a long bed, or like a thirty five hundred. Okay. And what it'll do is, on Excel, it will vibrate for just a moment, just, and then go away. And that's usually the drive line is is it, it usually after it gets lifted or something is replaced. And the spacer doesn't get put back in the uh, 
the spacer wasn't added or reinstalled back into the driveline. And so the driveline's not straight, creating a uh, vibration. Okay, so so just to, to put it in people's heads, you've got a front drive shaft and a back drive shaft that's connected together. Correct. And so what we really want is that drive shaft to be straight as possible. But if you take the middle and you lift it up high, or if you take the middle and drop it down low, that's going to create a vibration. Correct. Now, there's an angle like 17 degrees or something like that that you don't want your drive shaft to exceed? Do you ever remember seeing that? Yeah, I don't think it was that much. The number that pops into my head is like 5 degrees, but it could be it's it's probably more than that. And that's between two drive shafts. That's not Okay. That's not the total angle of the whole drive shaft. It's between the yes, two. Correct. So you can have 5 degrees out one way or the other. Yeah, and typically too when the way that like on a, like on a Jeep you, you want the same angle coming out of the transmission as going into the differential. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So if it comes out at a at a 30, you want it to go into the drive shaft at a at 30. At 30. Yeah. All right. Do you uh, do we ever do any Jeep Wrangler lifts, two doors and four doors from, uh, what, 2007 on the... Yeah. Two, on the yeah, we do. We do uh, a, a few of them, yeah. Okay. I got a call the other day from Ken at Tempe Dodge, and uh, evidently Mopar's come out with Mopar brand lifts. Right. Brand new. Mm-hmm. Even, he even says the boxes are something that you would keep <laughs> because it has Wrangler on the side of the wooden box. Have you seen one of these? I have not. Okay, so he calls me up and he says, I got a whole bunch of these, and I want you to tell people on the radio that if they have a two-door Wrangler or a four-door Wrangler, I will sell them a lift kit for almost my cost. Okay. Almost my cost. So if there's anybody out there that's been thinking about lifting a two-door Wrangler or a four-door Jeep Wrangler, and you've been trying to decide what lift kit to be, I would imagine that because it has a Mopar name on it, they've probably done a little bit more research than most anybody else. That's hard to say. Okay. Because these Jeep guys are fanatical. Okay. Who? These Jeep guys. These guys who, I mean... Have they done more research than a lot of people? No. Oh, has Mopar done more okay. research than a lot of people? Certainly. Right. But there are there are fanaticals. I mean, Jeep is a whole different breed of people. I mean, <laughs> it, oh, they that's are, that's a really nice thing. No, to say. no, no, it, not in a bad way. It, it they're just fanatical. There is some very very good Jeep lift kits out there, and I don't know. I'm actually in the process of texting someone right now to figure out who makes that for for Dodge because someone's making it for Dodge, and I'd like to know who that is. But what's impressive about it is is just not too long ago, some a friend of mine had a Dodge truck, and and they voided his warranty on, on his Dodge transmission because he had put bigger tires on it. Right. In spite of the fact that Dodge sells a bigger set of tires of and wheels do. for it. Yeah. In spite of that. Right. So he finds out that at the end of the day, here's what happened to the transmission. A bolt fell out of the transmission, which allowed the, fuel, the uh, pressure regulator to fall down in the pan. And I guess the hole is stripped, so it needs a valve body. So now he's hired an attorney to go after the dealer because this has nothing to do with the tires. A bolt falling out of the valve body right. and, st- and bringing the threads with it has nothing to do with the fact that he put bigger tires on it. It's always the case. We run into that all the time. And, and there's the, you don't really have any choice. There's no appeal. Once they say right. no, you're stuck with it unless, of course, you go hire some idiot attorney. Right. right. Not idiot attorney, but... Uh, and, and I. You, you, did I say idiot? Yeah, that's right. Some of them are. Yeah. But not all of them. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just, that's your option is to go do that. All righty. We got a caller, Frank. Frank, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Hey, my daughter has a 2012 Jeep Liberty V6, 
And uh, when it's on the freeway only, it seems like the injectors are plugged. It doesn't happen all the time, very randomly, every 10 minutes. And I've uh, put 91 fuel in it and added a fuel injector cleaner to about uh, two tanks. And it seemed to lessen the problem, but I don't know if that's it. All right. Well, why don't you give us the symptoms? It, when you, you're just driving along on the freeway, normal speed, everything's fine, and you get like two or three bangs, like there's no, you know, that it's, it's almost like a bang, like somebody hits, you know, the engine or the transmission. Could it, could it be called a shutter? Could, it, could you be going down the road and have it shutter on you, and it, and it kind of shudders and misses for a, a second or two, and then all of a sudden comes back alive? Yes, yes, okay. very, very short. But it's okay. like two or three successive, you know, shutters, and that's why I thought it was fuel injectors were dirty. No, no, it, we've never fixed any any, and you're, we think you're talking about an engine miss. We think you're talking about a, a, a collapse of the ignition system because yeah, I was going to say power issue, like yeah. a complete power failure, like a bad connector somewhere. Or you know, Jeeps are famous for crank, cam and crank sensors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this one here is a, is a 2012, so we've not seen it lately, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. But there's going to there's a possibility there could be a a code in the computer, and and some of the newer model cars have historical data in there, and you can take it to the three whiskered kid at the auto parts store, but he wouldn't know this as if it was written in Japan or Korea. So he's not going to understand it. He's not going to know what it's saying. So you're going to have to find somebody who can do that. You only have two choices. You can take it in for diagnostics. It's going to cost you 75 to 150 at just about any shop in town. Or you can wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Sooner or later, it'll set a hard code, which will send you in the direction. It could be injector pulse width, but in reality, it's a crankshaft sensor. This could be an ignition coil. This could be an ignition module. This could be a breakdown in one of the cylinders, and only one, where we've got a bad plug or a bad plug wire. Now, I don't know if you have coil over ignition. If you have coil over ignition, you got the coil, then you got the boot, and then you got the spark plug. So we set the coil right on top of the spark plug. Those on, in every major brand have problems, especially water problems. So if you were to gently take the garden hose and mist the engine, just kind of spray it as if it's a medium-sized rainstorm, then you go drive it, and it's a lot worse then it's going to be in the secondary ignition system, which is the spark plugs, the boots, and the coils. So anytime you get get the engine wet, then you aggravate the problem. Now, if it doesn't aggravate the problem, then it's more than likely something electrical in what we call the primary side, which is the crankshaft sensor or the uh, camshaft sensor. And if we skip a couple of beats on the crankshaft sensor, then the computer watches that, and it controls fuel delivery and spark delivery. And when it misses a beat, then fuel and spark are gone. And it's really hard. It's not something I can can figure out when I drive the car, whether it's fuel or spark. Um, I, I think the very best technician in the world would have a tough time determining if it's fuel or spark. So that's kind of what you have to go on. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. There's four of them, five of them, and they're wide open. So if you'd like to give us a call, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, 
The law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Every week, you hear countless commercials and news stories about low interest rates. By now, you're probably immune to offers that seem too good to be true. Or maybe you've been putting off refinancing your home because it's just a hassle. Whatever the excuse, now really is the time to consider buying a home or refinancing your existing mortgage. With interest rates at their current record lows, you can't afford to procrastinate. Call Steve Oswald with Pinnacle Capital Mortgage today, 602-266-5665. Steve has been advising clients on the complicated loan process for over 20 years. And as a mortgage banker, Steve has extensive experience in product knowledge, loan origination, and the mortgage process. Stop procrastinating. Call Steve Oswald at Pinnacle Capital Mortgage, 602-266-5665. That's 602-266-5665. Or go online to pcm.mortgage, pcm.mortgage. Pinnacle Capital Mortgage is a division of Finance of America, Mortgage LLC, Equal Housing Lender, MLO 182922, NMLS 1071, AZBK 0910184. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. The mechanic Welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Uh, Mark Salem, Alan Salem here at your service. If you'd like to join us, if you have a car question, if you have a tire question, if you have a diesel question, if you have an alignment question, if you got uh, what we get a lot in the email stuff is, is that I took my car into the repair shop and they said I need this, this, and this. And those are hard questions asked because we need to know the mileage on the car and whether what kind of services you've done in the past. But at least we can discuss it if you have that question now, 602-508-0960. I'm working a case right now in Texas that has to do with oversized tires and wheels. Mm-hmm. And where do you go to get information with respect to what will fit on a vehicle and what won't? Where do you get that? In the file cabinet upstairs. 
Okay, I know, but really, is there books up there? Is are, Do you have a program? Do you go somewhere I mean, up, on the up, internet? Upstairs right here. Oh, up there. Okay, all right. Uh, I, not, that I, not that I know of. I just, I, I mean, it's really not that. Most of the my wheel vendors, I can call them and say, hey, I'm looking for a, you know, yesterday I was working on a, a ML63 AMG. And I said, you know, I want to run 22s on it. What, you know, what will fit? 50120 high offset. Um, and, you know, it's got the big brakes. So you just got to kind of play around with that. And then you just take, as far as tire-wise, you find what the factory tire is. Uh, in this case, it was a 295-40-20, I believe. And uh, you, you, you do the math on that. You find out it's, I'm guessing, I'm guessing 30 inches. So you want the aftermarket tire to be right around 30 inches tall. Okay, so the guy wants to go from a on an AMG. He wants to go from a 20 inch tire to a 22 inch tire. Right, and and those that's one inch on the top and one inch on the bottom. Right, and how much will that cost? Uh, it it, it depends. I don't know, somewhere two to three grand probably for a we, set of tires and wheels. Yeah, uh huh. To go two inches. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a lot of those customers? Oh yeah. They want to go two inches. They want to get rid of stock. Okay, okay, all right. It's not, it's not, I mean, I have a lot that just go from 20s to 20s because they don't, they just, they don't like the, the design of the wheel or the color of the wheel, the finish of the wheel, offset of the wheel, width of the wheel. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Okay. All right, well, real quick, I did get an email, and I think I forwarded it to you. A lady said that she kissed a curb, she bent her wheel, mm -hmm. and the air's leaking out, so it seems like there's probably a pretty good divot in the wheel. Mm -hmm. And she says she wants to know where to fix it. I told her to bring it by and have you look at it because you can determine whether we might be able to fix it or whether she's going to, whether our tire, our wheel guy can fix it or whether she's going to need a new t a wheel. Right. And so it's going to be one of those three things. Right. How often after they ding a curb or climb a curb can you actually fit, fix the thing? If it's steel, I would imagine it's a lot easier than aluminum or magnesium or any of those. Right. It is. Um... I would say, pro I mean, it really just depends on, on how hard you hit it. I mean, typically, if you blow a tire out... Uh, the wheel's it, toast. It, usually. Okay. Um, the, I would say 75% maybe we can fix. Fa I mean, either either the, the shop can fix it or send it to a wheel mm -hmm. service that can have them fix it. Yeah. All righty, let's go to Bill. Bill, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Good morning. I've got a 97 uh, F250 with a 7.3 uh, power stroke diesel. Okay. okay. And when we looked at Colorado or uh, something like that where it's cold, um, I have a hard time getting it to start. And I, I've had the um, glow plugs kind of checked. A friend of mine said they seem to be okay. I've been told that if you if you leave the key on until after the, you know, it says wait to start. So after that light goes off, then just leave it for another 20 or 30 seconds then try to start it. I've also been told that when that light goes off, turn the key off, turn it back on again, it's got to, uh, when that light's on, that's when they're warming up. If that light goes off, they're not warming up anymore. And I was just wondering, if, do you know how long those glow plugs actually? Um, I, know, would, well, I would start it right after the wait to start light comes off. I mean, that's uh, goes off. Um, do you have a plug? I mean, it won't start when it, it when it's cold. Like if it's in a, you know thirty or so, it won't start when the glow when the light goes off. Yeah, I don't and, know if it, at that point then, if it's not throwing a code for a glow plug, and I can't I can't picture right off the top of my head if if they should throw a code for a glow plug. Do, do you? But it may not set a light. Have you have you scanned for codes? 
Um, no. Okay. Because I want to say that, uh, and even one or two will, will give you that problem. I mean, they, they, it doesn't take much to uh, to do that. But it sounds like to me you may have another, uh, you said how, how cold is it, 30 degrees? Yeah, I guess about 30 or so to have a hard time. Now, if I plug it in for 15, or, you know, plug the extension cord in right. for 15, 20 minutes, it'll start right up. Right. Well, they, 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 it's going to have a timer on it that's going to turn on the glow plugs. Right. And it knows that the glow plugs are on because of the amp draw of the glow plugs because they, right. they draw lots of electricity. Right. So it's going to turn on the glow plugs, and I would imagine it'll set a code. If it wants to see 30 amps and it doesn't see but 24 amps, it's going to know that something's not pulling power. Right. So there's going to be some kind of a consideration where the PCM is watching what's going on. It also is going to be able to tell... Um, with respect to the cylinders, what participation they have. Right. So if you start it up and that particular one isn't hot, it's, you're not going to have a lot of participation. So they're not going to see that firm spin of the motor on the crankshaft sensor. Right. So it really is a glow plug issue. The question is, is we need to go in with the scanner. We need to see what kind of amps it's strong. We need to see if there's any codes in there. And then after it starts up, we need to see if there's any contribution issues. Can you get contribution on a 7.3? I don't think you can do a contribution on a 7.3. Okay. But you can watch the, you know, you can watch the uh, crank signal. Okay, and that's something else, too. It could be easily. It wouldn't be a crank signal because cold wouldn't affect the right. crank signal. It shouldn't. And it, and it shouldn't really f affect the high-pressure pump. No. No. So either one. How about if he has the wrong oil in it for that cold of weather? Uh, it could. It would be too thick at that point. Right. Um, I've you, never run into a too thick condition. I've run into too thin, uh, you know, like when it gets warm. But I know, but we're in Phoenix, and we don't run into no, no, 30 no, no, yeah, degrees right, much at right. all. What kind of oil are you using, 1540 or 540? Um, I'm not sure. I know it's the Rotella 15. whatever. It's a 15. Rotella's yeah. a 15? Uh-huh. Okay. I would try um, to run a, a 15 is a semi-synthetic or a conventional? Semi-synthetic, yeah. All right, semi-synthetic. And the 540 is a full synthetic. So it flows like a 5-weight when it's cold, flows like a 40-weight when it's hot. It's just, it's slightly different than the 15-weight, which flows like a 15-weight when it's cold. And a 5-weight's going to give you a whole lot better performance. So if you do this on a regular basis, my suggestion would be is let's try an oil change, and your motor won't care, and you're still going to run it. What kind of oil change intervals are you going to have? Uh, I would say 8 to 10 with a, with a full with synthetic. With a full synthetic 8 to 10,000-mile oil change interval, you'll be fine. We're going to put you on hold. If you have any other questions, tell Gil, but we've got to take a break right now. I'm Mark Salem. Right now it's 1259, and we'll be right back right after this. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. And at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. When the smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 The Patriot on every day, good things happen. Listeners are informed and entertained. Not only that, the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners. If you run a business, please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles. The Patriot Listener. Visit 960thepatriot.com or call Heath Garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm Mark Salem, and Alan's sitting here next to me, and we're at your service, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil who's owned Automatic Transmission Exchange since 1968, has been around the block. When I talk about gray-haired guys, he's one of those gray-haired guys. You see, in the transmission business, you really need to deal with somebody with gray hair because those guys have the best handle on how a transmission is supposed to work. They're the best diagnosticians. And it's not anything that you can start learning about in January and figure that you're going to start overhauling some of these brand-new electronics in uh, March. It's just not going to happen. 
It takes skills that I don't even have to diagnose these new transmissions. And as a team, it sometimes takes a team as one guy knows the hydraulic portion of the transmission and the other guy knows the electronic portion of it. But one way or another, you're best served if you live anywhere near 40th Street in Washington to stop by Automatic T Transmission Exchange. He'll, he'll talk to you and he'll drive his car for free. He's open on Saturday from 8 to 12 for your convenience. Let's go to Rico. Rico, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, thank you. Um, I have a. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay. A 2000 Ford Explorer V8 with a automatic and four wheel drive. Okay. Currently, it's about 185,000 miles. Okay. Back at about 90,000 miles, uh, the transmission would start this, I'll call it a shutter vibration, that just a very brief shutter vibration when it shifted from low gear to the next gear. Okay. And the shutter would only take, you know, maybe three to three seconds or so. And it concerned me for a while, so I didn't do it. it didn't really concern me that much, but I just kept driving it. So I've still got 180 or nine, about 185,000 miles on it. Shutter still happens, uh, but I've learned to, to take my foot off the gas just before the just before it shifts, and um, it, it just doesn't happen. So. But if I just keep my foot on the gas and let it go through its normal, I call it shifting procedure, um, the shutter vibration doesn't occur. Okay. Well, you, you what you should have done is taken advantage of all the different transmission shops that will drive your car for free. And um, one of the things that they're going to want to do is, is they're going to want to see you make it happen, and then they're going to want to drive it. And yeah. one of the things they're going to do is, is they're probably going to manually shift it and see if that makes any difference. So at a traffic light, they're going to pull it down into first gear themselves. Then they're going to shift it 12 miles an hour. Then they, and I'm just giving you stupid numbers because I don't know where it's going to shift. But what I'm trying to tell you is, is they're going to shift at different miles per hour. Is it something that's a quick shift? Is it shuttering because it's shifting a little early? Or does the shutter go away if we make it shift late? Those are the kinds of things. But... One way or another, at 185,000 miles, what do you care? I mean, yeah, your transmission's been around the world almost eight times. Yeah. So, you know, spending money on this transmission is, is kind of useless. I would suggest that you take advantage of driving it, you know, taking it to a couple transmission shops and having them drive it with you because it could be something that's going to be inexpensive to fix. But I think the odds are against that. Yeah. And I think this is the beginning of the end. And you've already got double the mileage when the symptom first started. And with the exception of having somebody to drive it just <clears throat> to make sure that it's not an adjustable issue, that's all I would do. Yeah. So just uh, what part of town do you live in? Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Well, I just take <clears throat> I take it down to ATE on Washington and 40th Street. And don't take it in on Monday morning or Friday afternoon for obvious reasons. Just take it down there and say, hey, Phil, can can we go drive this for a few minutes? I promise not to have you for more than 15 or 20 minutes, and I'll show you how to do it, and then I want to sit in the passenger seat, and I, I want you to drive it. Th that's what they do all the time. They do that for free. So just take advantage of it. All righty? Okay. Got it. Thank you. All right. Good luck, Rico.
it transmissions are kind of tough yeah it it is something that uh is very difficult and 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 as far as our shop is concerned if the transmission's completely failed we'll replace the transmission but taking it out and rebuilding it and putting it back in is not something we're going to do we're going to lean on a rebuilder that we would use we happen to use jasper but we're going to use everybody's going to lean on a rebuilder that they use you can have it rebuilt locally or you can have it rebuilt nationally and there's probably five or ten different rebuilders throughout the united states that we can buy a transmission from Right. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is in Mesa since 1970. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been providing expert auto, light truck, and maintenance services to their customers. They have ASE certified technicians, and they're going to provide you the very best level, the highest level of automotive service they possibly can. You only need to meet Brian and Thelma. Stop by and meet them. Talk to them. Talk to Brian about your car to understand why they're on our best car repair shops list. They are a great couple who have your interests long before their own. So if you live anywhere in Mesa, and keep in mind, this is important to me. I've had lots of people apply for Mesa, but many of them don't have five years of experience. Many of them have hiccups in their Better Business Bureau record. Some of them don't have insurance, the proper insurance to take care of your car when it's in our care, custody, and control. But you're not going to find any of those problems in Thompson's Auto Repair. He's on Main Street just east of Stapley. Main Street just east of Stapley, somewhat centrally located. Thomas Auto Repair and Towing. We'll be right back. Larry Elder gives Trump some advice to appeal to black voters. I talked about what Donald Trump ought to be saying to black voters, and he ought not suck up. That's what you often see when you see GOP uh, leaders going into the inner city. Oh, I marched with Martin Luther King. My dad marched with Martin Luther King. The black vote is there for the taking. Why? Because the primary reason that people voted in 2008, according to the exit polling, was because of the economy. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 8, right before Steve Dace at 11, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, 
I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. You can use a razor to shave those little lint balls off your sweatshirt or jacket. Speaking of jackets, try wearing yours backwards. You could use the hood as a convenient snack trough. Life Tip 2. Switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. On top of that, the GEICO Insurance Agency could help save you money on home and renter's insurance. GEICO. Get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today. Hey, guys. Let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour. The phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, the lines are wide open. Gil's handling the board for us, and he'd be happy to take your call. IMM Auto Services in Tempe, they're in the northeast quadrant of Tempe. They're just south of the 202, just west of the 101. They've been in business for a very long time, since 1972. And they work on all kinds of domestic and import cars. What they want to do is is they want to work on just about anything in your garage. But if you have a Saab or a Volvo or a Fiat or an Alfa Romeo, they are the citywide experts. I don't know anybody who opens their arms to Volvo, Saabs, Fiats, and Alfa Romeo. Now, we used to have guys, and I've been around this community for 37 years, we used to have guys that would raise their hand and say, hey, I do Volvo, Saabs, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. But all of them went out of business because it's really hard to make, a, make a, a, a dime when you're just focused on one car. But with IMM, they can do anything. They can do your Chevrolet or your Ford inside your garage, or they can do your Volvo, Fiat, Saab, or Alfa Romeo. Northeast corner of Tempe, just south of the 202, west of the 101, IMM Auto Service. They're really good guys and good on most domestics and most import cars. All righty, let's talk about um, any any uh, alignment issues that you uh, that you can come up with. And I'll, and I'll tell you one of the things. I had a call this week, and the guy said that he had a pull on his car and he wanted us to line it. Yep. We hear that all the time. Uh-huh. But there, there's follow-up. No, you want to know what I hear more often? What? I have a really bad vibration. I, I need to get it in for an alignment. That, that, I, you're exactly all right. All the time. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Drives me crazy, actually. Okay. All right. Well, and the reason why is, is we need to explain why. Right. No, I understand. And alignment, there's, what are the symptoms for an alignment? Tire wear, pull, drifts, not returning to center. Um, and not returning to center means you're driving straight down the road. You turn right, and when you let go of the steering wheel, the steering wheel recenters itself. Otherwise, it straightens your car out. That's called return to center. 
So that's a return. The car pulls hard right or hard left a lot of the times or all the time. Tire wear. Tire wear is a really big, big one. one. I've got some real abnormal tire wear. Mm-hmm. So a vibration is not caused by an alignment. Now, a vibration can cause, or the alignment can cause the tire to go bad, and then it'll cause a vibration. Sure. And, and that's easy. So really, it, it, it really boils down to symptoms because you don't have women coming in and saying no. that they have a vibration and they, have an align- they need an alignment. Unless their husband's told them that. <laughs> Unless their husband's told them that. <laughs> well, it's true. It really is it true. It is, absolutely. So it, the women are much better because they give you the symptoms. Uh, it, the, anyway, he calls me up and he says that he needs to do an alignment. And I said, you know, can we talk about that for a few minutes? He says, sure. And I said... Does it pull always to the right or always to the left, or is it just on this road or that road? And he goes, no, it's pretty much all the time. And I said, okay, um, when was the last time you had your tires rotated? And he says, I just had new tires put on. And I said, good. I said, did you ha- where did you have them done? And, and he says, some tire store I, re- I, I, I remember. And I said, okay, so did you have the pull both before and after? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, let's lean on them just a tad, and let's do this. Let's go back to them and ask them to humor you and just cross the front tires. Right. And that'll save us a step. And right. they'll do it for you for free. So cross the front tires. Now, if it pulls to the left after you're done, then we've got a tire issue. Mm-hmm. Or if it goes straight after we're done, we've got a tire issue. Yeah. In spite of the fact that it's happened on two separate tires, we still see that. Right. The radial pull associated. Mm-hmm. Now, on our balancer, um, our road force balancer, does it dial in, or can you identify a tire that's pulling hard left or right on the road force side? No. On the setting? Okay. So we don't have a piece of equipment that has the ability to determine if the tire's making the pull. Uh, n- no. No, that would just be a, a, a placement, a, 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 a trial and error as far as a placement goes. Now, it does have, and, and I don't know exactly how it measures this or, or what it does because we don't use it much, but it tells you, like if you're mounting four tires, it tells you the recommended place for the tire. Okay. You know, like left front. But I don't know what that's based on. I don't know if that's based on like a lateral runout or a radial runout or if it's be- based on um, uh, road force or what it's based on. Okay. So the idea is, is if we've got to pull to the right... The first thing we're going to do is cross the front tires, okay? We still don't know which tire's pulling it. If the pull moves to the left, we still don't know which one's pulling. So at that point, we have to move the fronts to the back and move the backs to the front. If the pull goes away, we've identified which one it is. It's one of the back ones, but it's not the front ones. Right. And it'd be actually easier if you move each individual one to the back. You're right. Yeah, so, so you move take the, the left dr- front. Take the, the driver's side front, move it to the back, and go drive it. Right. And then you take the passenger side front, move it to the back, and go drive it. Right. But through a process of elimination that takes a little bit of time, sure. Sure. you can identify which tire it is. Now, it's not uncommon for your guys to say, don't le- leave this tire on the back of the car for the rest of its life because this one's causing the pull. Yeah. Um we we do that more for like road force numbers, but okay. yes, we that I mean that's some you, you don't technically like to do, but uh, yeah, I mean we the, well, under circum certain circumstances. But if the tires are virtually new, and maybe it's a name we've never heard before, then that that says something about the quality because we sure. we know the good ones, we've heard about the good ones. So so you you can't very well tell them to go get a new tire because this one's causing you know this is the problem with your pull. Just leave it on the back. Just don't d- rotate that one. That right rear. Just keep track. Move it in the left rear, then move it back to the right rear, and move it to the left rear. Change the direction of the tire. It's easiest. Yeah. Okay. There's some vehicles that just that wear out their fronts a lot more than others. 
like these HD pickups, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they eat rear tires much faster than fronts. So if you leave that one on the on the rear the whole time, it would wear substantially faster than all the other three. However, the HD trucks are the only ones that do that. Name another car or truck that wears out the backs more than the fronts. Well, all well, yeah, I guess all of the HD trucks that we okay. do. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll give you all of oh, them. Oh, okay. But but when you take all the HD trucks, they're just this small part of the of the sure. inter- the yeah. world fleet. So every car wears out the front tires twice as fast as the rear tires because the rear tires go straight their whole life and all they do is follow the front. Right. The fronts are turning left and right, and we're scrubbing the outside edges off of them because every time they turn right, we lay that tire over. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, aside from the HD truck, and when you're talking about HD trucks, are you talking about a particular line or are you just talking? about the 250, 350, 300, yeah, 3, yeah, Dodge, Ford, Chevy, all yeah, the way yeah. All right, so where does HD fall? Is that 2,500 and yeah, north between of that? 15 and 25, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. and none of them have independent suspension on the rear. No. So they're eating up bad tires, back tires, and we don't even know why. Yeah, it's it's either air pressure or load or or some too much air pressure and not enough load or too little air pressure and too much load or yeah, it's very strange. Okay, it does so, it a lot. All right. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you want to give us a call and talk about your car problem, you certainly can. When you do an alignment, what's the very first thing you do? That'd be a question for Adam. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't. know. Well, I, what I was looking for is, is you go drive it oh, and verify it. Oh, test drive it. it, always, yes. Okay, yeah. the second thing you're going to do is air up the tires. Yep. Okay, no question about those two. Nope. Then we're going to w- do what we call hang heads. Mm-hmm. And hang heads is, is we're going to attach devices to each one of your four wheels and tires. Mm-hmm. And and then we're going to tell the computer what kind of car that's on the rack. Right. And the computer's going to instruct us to wave a dead chicken around our head, honk the horn twice. It's going to tell us to do some really funky stuff. During that period of time, it gathers up the readings. Mm-hmm. And then it pr- presents them on the screen. Mm-hmm. The left side, let's talk about the driver's side front tire. There's going to be a green zone and a red zone. Mm-hmm. And they want the arrow to be anywhere in the green zone. Right. So when someone brings in a car and it's right on the edge of the green zone on the left or the right, it's really not out of alignment. No. It could create a pull because uh, a car that's real positive on the left and a real negative on the right is going to probably create a pull, and we would have to even those numbers out. Right. So even though the car's in, in alignment and all four arrows are in the green, it can still have a pull. Sure. Now, we're going to pull to the positive side of camber. Right. So if we have two degrees positive on the right front and we have one and a, one, one and a quarter degrees on the left front, those two, could, those two numbers, one and a quarter and two degrees, those could easily be green. Mm-hmm. But that three quarters of a degree from white to left is enough to cause a pull. Sure. So we would either bring the 125 up or we'd bring the two down. Mm-hmm. But both of them are still within alignment. Right. How many times do you hear folks say, I just had a line and it still pulls, or it's it's in specification? Yeah, yeah, all the time. All the time. I hear 10 times the amount of, I just had them balanced and it's still vibrating. I, okay, Those right. are my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear that 100 <laughs> times as much. Well, it, I usually pull a mark on them at that point. I said, I don't care what you've done. I'm going to redo it. That's where I'm starting. Okay, but... At the same time, if you're going to pull a mark, and you can make fun of me all you want, if you're going to pull a mark, you're going to look him in the eye and say, if I can't make it better, you don't owe me a dime. Absolutely. No question about it. Okay. So. I do remember that you had the guy with the Jaguar. Tell mm-hmm. that story real quick. I don't even remember that story. Uh, well, the guy with the Jaguar, he talked to me I, first. I remember the, the He car. had it to the Jaguar dealer. He had it to this uh-huh. tire store, oh, that it, tire store, this tire. tire going on the wheel? 
I don't know. It, no, 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 no. This is the one that said he wasn't going to pay you until he drove to Tucson and back. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He, he was mm-hmm. down the road 60 miles, and he called you and said, get my bill ready. 60 miles? He was down the road like six miles. <laughs> now, now you're bragging, all right? I'm trying to give a little bit of room for you. 60 miles down the road, he calls you and says, it's fixed. Yes. Okay, so on his way home from Tucson, he stops and pays his bill. Yeah, I don't remember okay. what that was. I want to say that was a, uh, I want to say that was rotating on the wheel. Okay, the, the, the tire was rotating on the wheel. I think that's what it was doing. So on high-performance cars, what happens is is the wheel will actually spin inside the tire. So if you were to put a mark on the valve stem on the tire, you put a yellow chalk mark on the on the tire right where the valve stem is. They bring the car back, and that yellow mark is now halfway around the tire. Yeah, it's usually not that much, but yes, it usually it moves, and it's typically if they're chrome, it's really bad if they have gone from one finish to chrome. Uh, and it's the worst when, you know, after you get new tires, because we use a lot of lube to yeah. mount the tires. Um, but, yeah, we're starting to see that a lot more frequently. The lube on the chrome. The lady yep. the lady with the Ford truck with the blower on it, didn't she spin her back tires off a couple of times? Yeah, we've Did, seen a bunch of them. I mean, yeah. Okay, you yeah. see that a lot. Oh, yeah, see it a lot. You see it where actually the tire is spinning. And what happens is we balance the tires and everything's okay for some short period of time, and then they complain that they've got tire problems. And it can also be not acceleration, but it can also be braking as well. I mean, they pull out of our shop, and the light turns yellow at Hardy, and they're slowing down, and it's already out of balance. Okay. Now, how, how often does that happen? Or, or let me ask you a better question. How long did it take us to figure that it's, out? Yeah, it, it always seems to bite us. It always seems to creep up when we least expect it because it always takes us forever to find it. Well, but we learned, if I, if I recall right, this phenomenon lasted two years before we finally figured it out. I mean, we were rebalancing tires on a regular basis for people, and every time they'd leave, they'd be fine, and then some period of time later. Yeah, and it, it got was... to the point where we began, I don't remember if we took phone pictures with our phones of the valve stem placement, or if we started putting all the DOTs on top of the valve stem, and after we did that, then we realized the DOT was moving on the tire, so the tire clock, the, the, the valve stem was at 12 o'clock, and we put the DOT code on the tire right at 12 o'clock and then it comes in and now the DOTs at 3 o'clock right and so those are the kinds of things but it took us a long time so what's the fix how are you fixing the chrome wheels what are you doing to those well a couple different things as a matter of fact you know who called me uh, Kurt from Kurt's Auto called me the other day and he they were having issues with that on his truck okay um, the first thing we'll do is we'll break them down and um, we will uh, take a, a, a grinder with that with like a, a, a Sanding wheel yeah. and and sand the bead around the around the inside of the wheel and scuff it up, and then usually what we'll do is we'll um, is we will mount it dry. Okay. You got to be careful, obviously, or use something that isn't a paste. You know, okay. just something that's a little soapy or something, uh, and just try to mount it dry, and that takes care of it. See, Kurtz, the reason why he had a problem is because he's got that muscle d- Dodge diesel truck, mm-hmm. and he's out there drag racing all the kids. Yep. So he's spinning the back tires. So if he if he has a complaint about the back tires vibrating, and he's got the the tail of your the you know your butt vibrating and not the steering wheel, then it has everything to do with him driving the truck. Well, yep. I know. He's your friend, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> 602-508-0960. We're going to take a break in another minute and a half. And then when we come, well, one minute, Gil tells me. And then, and then when we come back, we'll take your call. So 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and you're welcome to give us a call. We can talk about tires. We can talk about oil, antifreeze, air conditioning systems. When we come back, we're going to talk about what you should do to prepare your air conditioning system for the winter. And I'll tell you right now. The answer's pretty easy. Nothing. 
So don't do anything. If you made it through the summer, there is no reason to spend any money on your air conditioning. The only reason to spend any money on your air conditioning is as we get into the cold weather, there is one particular request you may make of your car, and the request won't be fulfilled, and it will be directly related to your air conditioning. So we'll talk about that. 602 508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan Salem. And we're here to help you with your car problems and guide you with who can help you. So if you live in a part of town and you're looking for a specific shop, we can help you with that. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 